It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's superhero slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's superhero slate. Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero and Super Bowl entertainment news. <laughs> my name is Mike Royer. <laughs> and my name is Chris Dillard. Oh, should, my, should we just go and, ahead and flip it? I'll yeah, say, my, uh, yeah, <laughs> this we, week we're talking about MCU future rumors. That's right. And then, and then you usually say a little something there. Well, uh, covering <laughs> Super Bowl spots for right. Guardians 3, Indiana yep. Jones, The Flash... And more. And this more. is this is what happens when uh, we shift so late into the evening recording yeah. this episode, this yearly Super Bowl episode, right? Th- that's right. Mike jumped over a whole line that we've been doing for eight, nine <laughs> years now, uh, but it's fine. As you can tell, we, we we do this live every week, but it's not a pre-recorded intro. But yes, yeah. uh, we just got done. Uh, we just literally wrapped up the big game um and i'm literally still cleaning my wife god bless her is cleaning the house while i'm down she here made a the, she made like a snack super bowl she stadium. made like a replica football stadium and put snacks and i saw yeah. on instagram uh and i learned mere moments ago like i chris told me last week he was you know last minute having some people over for the super bowl they were hosting i'm like okay you know yeah. a couple people over just let me know there's like a dozen people yeah, a in dozen, the house yeah. so yeah. so and, uh and some people props, didn't show up props so to, <laughs> yeah so props to you for uh, um yeah. artfully i'm sure kicking them all out of your house and then going to your basement so you I, can record this with me yeah well honestly they all left on their own accord so i applaud them if any of them are listening right i mean now. Unless you're like a hardcore like football fan, which if you are, this game was really entertaining. Yeah. Usually the enthusiasm plummets after the halftime show, which we, every, everybody kind of knows. We, we had four people leave at halftime after the halftime show, um, which uh, and we will talk about the game in a little bit. And then the rest of them left later. But, you know, you know it's, it was a mix of family, coworkers, friends. It was a good time. So, I mean, honestly... I've never had a group of people sit and actually like watch the game before. Like, um, but you know, uh, being ready for you know not knowing what was coming commercial wise and what a what a game where it, literally anything could happen at any moment. Um, it, definitely a good time. But uh, uh, like you said, you know, let's not let's not belabor this. We I'm recording late. I am definitely a hundred percent several margaritas in at this point, uh, and I'm drinking Terramana tequila tonight in honor of. Um, uh, the Rock not being in the f- the, the the Fast <laughs> Ten movie trailer. He he yeah, wasn't in any I, trailers tonight, actually, which was surprising. Yeah, I kind of forgot that they just unsubtly replaced him with another wrestler, John Cena. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm usually pretty checked out on the Fast franchise, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about that trailer here in a little it, bit. They, then also like the Rock and and Vin Diesel had beef with each other, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They won't they won't come back. So that's why we had the. Uh, what was that one movie, Hobbs and Shaw, that mm-hmm. did, I guess, okay. But um, but as you mentioned, let's not believe it. Let's jump into this. So we, uh, we just got off the big game, the Super Bowl, if you will. Um, congratulations, Kansas City Chiefs, for winning yet again. Uh, literally... At, at at the last like ten seconds of the game, right? Yeah, they, they wild this, so. wild Super Bowl to check out after yeah. the halftime show, which uh, admittedly kind of what me and my wife did. We yeah. were kind of like, oh, let's go, like you know, eat some food, go shower. We hadn't uh, <laughs> we hadn't really clean bathed all day, so like this is a good time to go pop into the shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, I just I, I just assumed like Philly had it on lock, and then I look at my phone because we had already turned it off. I'm like, wait. 
It's yeah. tied, and how did they get to thirty points already? The last yeah. time I looked, they like it was wild, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, we had a lot, we no one in, in in here. They were like, we have no idea who to root for. So um, <laughs> I had friends who are, are big Always Sunny fans, so they were like, we'll just do mm-hmm. the Eagles because obviously <laughs> Philadelphia. And I was like, well, in that case, I'll just do the Chiefs. Just that way, we have two different people yelling. So. Mm. Um, Ended up coming up on top, but I did list some favorite commercials here. You know, commercials were this year. I would say overall, so like mm. I, I have two kind of running theories about the Super Bowl that I've kind of kind of coalesced throughout the night and over okay. the last couple of years. Well, right? Don't, don't hurt yourself, uh, but go on. I, and I think some of this is uh, around, uh, I saw some kind of older generation boomer Twitter accounts say something along the lines of like, does anyone else think these are like the worst Super Bowl uh, commercials they've ever seen or whatever? And I'm starting to think it's just a, it's just a chart based on age, right? The mm-hmm. older you get, you that know, hurts. I think it's, that hurts you've, me. Thank you've, you. <laughs> you've just kind of like seen it all. You're less impressed. You're just generally more grumpy. You just slowly morph into a Harrison Ford-esque figure, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of these like cutting edge commercials or like if somebody's trying to sell you like an NFT with like with a QR code or whatever, yeah. like it's going to go right and, and above your head. What, you don't care anymore. <laughs> and I feel, I, I feel, you know, at least on the commercials we saw, um, we, we had the, the stream through youtube tv not a lot of nfts you know um a lot of not a lot of i guess the tech companies kind of pulled back i guess a little bit a lot of um don't do your tax commercials if you will variety though yeah um but honestly i think they really pulled they were really i think more conservative on the the tech stuff this year if i was yeah i think i think the ftx uh, scandal yeah and just you know the crypto market in general being really bad kind of held off a lot of tech in general but i think the other observation too is as like you know social media just grows and grows and you start to see just big name celebrities just more and more accessible just like day by day either with like tweets or instagram stories or like tiktoks it's just less exciting to like mm-hmm. see them in a Super Bowl commercial. Oh. Now I lo- like I like yeah. Breaking Bad, right? But I feel like how many times have they pulled the have they pulled Aaron Paul and um uh, what's Ryan his Cranston. face who played? Yeah, Ryan Cranston. Like I love those guys, right? Amazing actors like and I don't well, bemoan them for getting money from like yeah. a chip company, but that show ended like a decade ago so, and they just keep pulling these dudes out to just sell shit like every 3 or 4 years. So so let me go on and and, and my thing. So I think, you know, for me my favorite commercials was the one with Ben Stiller doing the um with Pepsi Zero, I believe, right? Re- uh-huh. Redoing his old roles. One the other one was the Uber and um uh, I guess Diddy doing jingles, but they pulled mm-hmm. out a bunch of old one hit wonders. And um, a lot of conversation in my house was the clueless commercial because she didn't say the right line at the end of it. Um, oh. And I'm like, I'm like all these commercials rely on one thing, nostalgia, nostalgia, Ooh. nostalgia. That's all these commercials were. There was also a um, Steve. Mar- I like Steve Martin, but his commercial didn't draw me in as much as Ben Stiller literally pouring Pepsi zero all over his head in, in his Zoolander character. But like, and you mentioned Breaking Bad, right? These are things people used to like, and I think they're just leaning into that. Like every commercial leaned into that a little way too hard. Yeah. The, now, if you want to, if you want to pivot away from like nostalgia, kind of like cameo in general, like my two favorite commercials uh, were, was the uh, was it Bradley Cooper and his mom. His mom doing yeah, doing yeah. that. Like obviously it was staged. Like this was the whole plan for all along, but they were just like charming. It was like fun to see them patter. Like, and you can't yeah. like 
you can't teach like you know an older parent to like put on a character so that's yeah. just how she is so i enjoyed that she looked like half fa- the height of him too, which i thought <laughs> yeah. was pretty funny yeah those jeans must be from uh from the dad yeah uh but the, the my favorite commercial overall was the uh dunkin donuts one with ben yeah. stiller was, not ben stiller uh ben affleck well it's even funnier because i saw like i guess on reddit like a couple weeks ago he was like working at a dunkin donuts everyone like like Oh, he's just doing it because he likes Dunkin' Donuts or whatever. It's the old meme thing. Not knowing, at least myself, not knowing that these candid people, like, it wasn't an ad. It was actually, like, people going to this this Dunkin', Mm -hmm. not knowing it was for a commercial that would come out later. Yeah. uh, Now, now Chris, since you seem to be slightly more of a completionist with maybe some the commercials more than I did, was there a follow-up commercial past that one Maya Rudolph. Yeah, the, M&M there, there was the M and M's are back. Yes, they were like this okay. doesn't work. Out. Now the M and M's are back. So literally, okay. like we predicted weeks ago, it was just exactly a, a thing. Now, now I'll have to watch the part two commercial to, I guess, fully render my judgment. But based on that one commercial, I was like, this is awful like i i I have nothing against them like playing with the whole controversy or drama but i was just like what's the joke like okay they replaced the name with her name and then now they're like they're like seafood candies like it just didn't make any sense it was just like random for the sake of being random you know well the the part of i guess the first commercial was like it was like we changed it and change is bad like this is disgusting nobody likes this like we, we, we did change for change's sake, and, it was, and the other one's like, okay, well, the change didn't work. We are we are back. And, um, yeah. So, it's like I understand yeah. it's a commercial, but, like, I almost need a little bit more setup to the story. Like, well, why does I, Maya Rudolph like clams, you know? Well, it just well, doesn't make any sense. And I think, Well, I think to me that that's part of the problem, right? I saw the Breaking Bad commercial running on, at like, on several sites for two weeks before it came out. Oh and yeah, I, the Clueless commercial that was running yeah. between my YouTube videos all weekend. So yeah. a lot of these things weren't exclusive, so, really, except and, for the trailers that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Well, barring one of them. One of them. <laughs> and M Ms is the other. Like I'm like I don't want setup. I don't want a lifetime story of a. I don't need to know a pre-commercial to watch a commercial, right? I think mm-hmm. at that point you've ruined the idea of surprise <laughs> and like you know putting it like you know telling a quick story in thirty to sixty seconds. So mm-hmm. to me, I mean, I, I think you know uh, the Breaking Bad, the M and M's, and obviously the Planters, um, the roast of the Planters peanut uh, was was really disappointing because they had a lot of buildup and then you had to watch <laughs> the spot and then watch something afterwards. To, oh, oh my god! Story. Yeah, I was. I was in the kitchen, so I just heard the commercials, and it was like, scan this QR code to see the full roast of Mr. Peanut. And I was like, no. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> not. There's no way that is going to be funny enough for me to follow a QR code mm-hmm. to go to it. But uh, I, I guess uh, real quick, I, we should yeah. just render opinions on the halftime show. Uh, I uh, I think we, we both share similar opinions when it comes to halftime show, whereas, like, the music is nominal to me, right? I don't even necessarily care who the artists or what the songs are or the performers. I'm really looking out for, like, spectacle and cameos. Mm-hmm. And you got nothing, last you? Super, you, you're really last, disappointed this year. <laughs> yeah, last Super Bowl was great. Tons of cameos. I like the spectacle. Um, uh, previous to that, it was the weekend, and it was just all weekend. No cameos. They got some memes out of his whole like mirror room, right? So it, I kind of got vibes to that. Like Rihanna's like great. It was fun to see her Super Smash Brothers level uh, that she was uh, pulling around with the strings. It, it was fine, you know, n- nothing to um, oh, yeah. nothing to write home about. Nothing super memorable, right? But yeah. you know, 
success, you know, well, she's mounting a comeback, she, I suppose. Well, I to me, I, I guess Manly coming. She she's she's not done a live show in seven years. She didn't hasn't released music in what five or more years right, until Black Panther. So I think you know if you want, and and obviously she announced her pregnancy at the. Um, at the show, like like at the live performance, so no, barring all, like you know, knowing all this, like I, I think she did a great job. Um, you know, there was nothing like you said to write home about, but nothing like hor- like I wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is horrible, right? I think she puts on a great show. Her music runs together really, really well. I was just more impressed with having these floating, like I guess, like um, not podiums, but they were literally lifting up like the platforms up in the air. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, holy shit, like this is scaring me. And I'm watching hers like wobble. I'm like. You gotta and really be like, focused on your like vocals to nail that. Yeah, that, so. and she's like she's like pregnant on top of all that too. Yeah. I mean, as the kids would say, uh, she slayed for sure. But usually in a Super Bowl performance, I want to see like just something like absolute like buck wild. I want to see like cameos from oh, yeah. like just like random performers that were never announced. You know, so yeah, you maybe got... they're on like an maybe they're on like an every other year schedule yeah. for that, right? You know, <laughs> like well, next year this... we'll get like crazy cameos. Well, this was the first. Also, I guess. Um, halftime show sponsored by apple music right and Ooh. i was like oh obviously like the internet i'm like tom, bring tom holland out during umbrella i think that would be funny that would be hilarious or you oh, know yeah. uh, you know there's um you know love the way you lie with eminem i'm like okay bring him out let's he's a big name as well for like a single song but they really just i guess maybe and i i don't know if it was the the stadium nfl the stadium or apple who really just played close to their chest right the whole way i'm like well Close to your chest is fine, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, I don't think there's going to be any, as we call it, legs about the the halftime show this year. No one's going to really be talking about it tomorrow or, you know, any day after this at, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And that's nothing, that's not bad, but, you know, I, I know what you're saying. You want something that you can, you can talk about tomorrow at work. Like, did you see the halftime show? Did you see so-and-so? You're like... You can't really have that here. I tell you what, Arizona must not have any fireworks regulations. Yeah. Because at one point in time, it looked like that stadium was engulfed in flames. The roof of it, like all the fireworks. And even I think it cut to her looking up at them. I'm like... That's probably pretty scary, like yeah. you know. But I uh, mean, if you if you were lucky enough to be in that stadium, I'm sure you had a great time. But yeah, you know, absolutely. A- after all, we check in to the Super Bowl mainly for movie trailers. Yes. So and let's uh, let's kind of get this Ant Man thing yeah, out there, of the way, and then an, we'll jump into these trailers. There was an Ant Man TV spot, but I don't think it really revealed anything new, right? Uh, now, yeah. there was also like a Heineken commercial, uh, yeah. which I had seen on the internet pre- previous. Yeah, yeah the, the Heineken zero, zero alcohol, mm. right? Um, so alcohol free. Heineken that's been going around with Ant Man, uh, so that was there. Uh, really nothing new, but it is that time of the week where we say Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania is coming to theaters this week. I will be seeing it uh, myself on Thursday, Mike. I don't know when your tickets are. I, f- I forgot to ask. Whenever uh, it'll be, it'll be a Saturday morning. Yeah. We had a uh, scheduling conflicts on Thursday, yeah. which made things rough. So uh, hopefully, nothing super big breaks through my timeline. But yeah. Saturday morning, I'll be checking it out. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, spoiler um, warning, you know, for for next week, I'll be watching it, uh, and and then um, uh, probably actually going to uh, to see my uh, my buddy Patrick. Uh, you know, you know Patrick. So. Uh, spend the weekend in, uh, with him uh, at his place. So, um, yeah, very excited to watch this movie. But if you don't want to say, you know, again, uh, avoid all the spoilers. Start blocking those keywords again on all your social channels. And we'll talk about it next week when we come back to review it with you guys. So, uh, yeah. So let's jump into um, the, the game spot. So I think one of the 
earlier ones that I remember, Mike, was the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 TV spot that tells you that there is a full trailer online. So uh, we're, we're back to the era, like, hey, we're announcing the trailer that you need to go watch somewhere else. So that's fine. Whatever. We've linked the Super Bowl uh, big game trailer, whatever you want to call it, in our show notes, and you can check mm-hmm. it out now. Um, in true James Gunn fashion, uh, it has a very obscure 80s-sounding rock song. Um, over some very, very emotional beats. We've seen some of these, but uh, there's a fuzzy creature called Blurp. I want to call this out. This is taking over <laughs> the internet. You saw Blurp, the little fuzzy dude? Yeah, there uh, was like a quick shot. They're, they're, yeah. they're just kind of like chilling. <laughs> yes, uh, so honest, obviously, you know, there's a lot of like uh, Rocket, uh, Rocket's history being brought up here. Uh, Lila, uh, we don't, someone is going to die. Obviously, this movie is setting people up to die. We don't know oh, yeah. who, um, you know, it, it, it could be Rocket, it could be Drax, it could be literally, um, there was a scene where people, you know, depressed, Star-Lord wasn't it? It could be, could be Star-Lord, so I yeah, don't know there's what's a scene, going on. There's a scene where the Guardians are walking all in, like, a conga line, and they're carrying uh, Peter, I think um, Nebula is carrying, like, Peter in her arms, so, yeah, somebody's yeah. definitely going to be croaking. Uh, for sure, and they 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 want you to, to speculate the whole time. So odds are probably not Gamora because yeah. it's already happened. So yeah. well, and and again. Groot and then Groot as well, right? Uh, because yeah. we've already kind of seen Groot come back to life. So uh, I mean, my money's just on Drax. It just makes the most sense. He's yeah. got the most. He's got the uh, not to sound mean. He's got the least to live for, I guess. You know, well, he doesn't the, really his have story a lot of arc family. has really come through, right? Like literally, like. Uh, he, he, he is not the same character we met in Guardians 1, and, you know, like I said, I think it would be a great send-off for him to, to be with his family in the yeah. end, so. Yeah, and also, the, the trailer doesn't really reveal a whole lot, not a lot of new shots or locations, mm-hmm. uh, but they do kind of set up an extra scene where, you know, at the beginning where Drax is, like, pissing mm-hmm. off uh, Peter because he's on that, uh, that on uh, a couch, not a On not that a bed. couch, yeah. and then, you know, uh, Drax also kind of, like, in the earlier trailer throws like a like a basketball at a child's face so yeah, maybe they're kind of maybe they're setting up this conflict of like you know Drax and Peter not getting along which makes it even worse you know and something yeah. bad happens later in the movie so yeah um, but yeah not not a whole lot no, to pull from this there, trailer there's some more Adam Warlock shots uh, it looks like that town uh, with the um, I guess anthropomorphized or humanized animals uh, mm-hmm. are with him uh, some some of the regular forms of the um, high evolutionary where he looks like a normal person and not like with the weird suit on. So uh, I really like said so we could really couldn't pull anything out of this, but it does seem to you know really lean on that you know the the guardians they are a very weird group of people who get along because you know they're all outcasts rather than they're all like Avengers right. And um, I think one of the the the, the two funny you mentioned the first funny part the Drax and the Cast but the other one is like. Hey, this this girl Gamora you mentioned sounds just like Nebula, and, and you're right, Nebula has evolved into sounding like what Gamora was before she died. And he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, you you do look beautiful with your black eyes." <laughs> and I'm like, "Ah, yes, of course, Peter, uh, the the thinking thinking with his uh, junk again." Uh, back back to that. <laughs> so uh, overall, very very excited for this movie. Right? I I don't think we're gonna what we'll, we'll probably do for one more trailer um, before it comes out. Right? The t- the buy your mm-hmm. tickets trailer, but. Yeah, uh, like nothing much else here other than, hey, here's your quirky rock song, and uh, here's your, here's your team of a holes, uh, back in action again. Uh, trailer, I I kind of guess I knew but didn't know was coming. Uh, was a, a quick spot, a thirty second spot for 
Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, uh, right? Yeah. That movie's coming out this year. Yeah, this is probably the most uh, kind of classic, classic Super Bowl-style trailer, you know, before the internet really took off. Man, which is going to make me sound old. Used to just get, like, 30-second trailers, right? You didn't get anything else. There was no call to action to go watch the longer version of the trailer. So, yeah, this is just 30 seconds. Big game spot, as you have here in our show notes, which makes the most... uh, which makes the most sense there. Uh, yeah, a, lot, a little bit more action. Um, it looks like Indy gets trapped in some way, and his goddaughter comes to try to save him. Uh, I do like the uh, the the dissing of Nazis at the beginning of the trailer. Oh, I'm yeah, always yeah. on board with that. So, you know, if they want to lean into that, they just give me two hours of Nazis getting punched in the face, I'll be down. Yeah, I think to me there's a lot of de-aged Indiana in this uh spot more more than i thought we would get right so like how much young indiana jones or younger are we going to be actually seeing in this movie at the end of the day right how much is present day how much is previous indiana jones journeys catching up with him because it looks like he has been you know fighting um mads mickelson over you know several decades uh harrison ford has been doing um some press for his uh, show shrinking which i mentioned uh, last week on the podcast and i've seen some clips out there online and it is like it's terrifying to watch this man get interviewed like Mm -hmm. i'm just like it's just so uncomfortable because like i like you can tell he doesn't want to be there but he's being a good sport you know showing up but it's just like he's just like begging for somebody to just like can we just like talk about like airplanes or something i (laughs) like i'd rather talk about anything else but like movies and tv so yeah well he's he's got that new show right um what's that called that you're watching um uh, shrinking. shrinking out so he's doing that they're like hey mm. tell us about your marvel time and he's like i we haven't done anything what, what do you want me to tell you like, yeah. i, I signed on to a contract with them yep i'm gonna be in their movie but you're like okay but it was fun because I, I was telling people uh, at my party i'm like oh yeah harrison ford will be in marvel and they're like what i'm like yeah he's sadly replacing you know the late william hurt but it's cool that he's joining in that role kind of thing so um but yeah harrison ford big big comeback for harrison ford here and, and past couple years so cross our fingers for him in one of the uh, i think uh, i'm gonna go ahead and jump into this the biggest letdown of the, the super bowl for tv <laughs> spots was the transformers rise of the beast um literally we get this car saying hey i'm mirage and hey i'm mirage remember uh in this trailer in, in the in this 30 second spot i'm like what the fuck are you trying to do to me? Like, this is like the most disappointing trailer I've seen ever. Yeah, It's like Rise of the Beast, and you're like, you get one shot of Optimus Primal. That's it. Yeah, there was like nothing new compared to the last uh, footage that we got. Uh, yeah, I don't really, I don't yeah. get it. I don't understand what's going yeah. on here. So uh, we, we can... I think we can move past that one. Well, yeah, and, and this, um, this is, um, to me, Transformers Rise of the Beast. Who, is Paramount own that? Who owns Transformers? Um, I don't like. Isn't it Hasbro? It's just like well, give us. Yeah, but uh, give us like w- one additional beast, right? Yeah, we we couldn't get one new beast up in this, <laughs> right? Just... Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we know we know the four that are in there, so let's see like a Rhinox transformation, right, or a, a Cheetor mm-hmm. transformation. Do it for the beast, but but no, they really just kind of let us down. And um, I would say I I think I thought the Paramount trailer was kind of fun. Um, Mount Mount. What's his name? Mount Stallone was a little funny. For a oh, the sneeze commercial. Yeah, it wasn't the best, but it was funny because it's just like this is stupid. Like I was like, mm-hmm. this is kind of dumb. But anyway, Transformers. Moving on to the trailer that wasn't the trailer for this weekend, and that is the Fast Ten trailer uh, that we 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 got to watch because they were like, hey, 
do you want to do the Fast 10 trailer? Because um, we're going to release it like two days before uh, oh my God. The, the this, thing, and then you get uh, a, a little bitty like, teaser during the, this, the game. Th- the Fast X trailer has already had like a full news cycle before we even mm-hmm. got to see the teaser uh, in the Super Bowl. I, I tried to wait, right? I was like, I'm just going to wait because I saw it all weekend. I was like, let's just see if I can get surprised on Super Bowl Sunday. And no, people had all of these like deep dives and Easter eggs I and like, reactions. <laughs> I, I, I like, so I just, I just watched it like a couple yeah. hours before the game started. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fast franchise person, but I knew to look out for that people were saying Jason Momoa is kind of being retconned into the yeah. franchise. And then once they they pulled that safe away <laughs> from the wall from, I think it was fast five. And yeah. like Jason Moe was just like standing in the wall. I'm like, Oh, Oh yeah. I just kind of I just kind of oh, laugh. We 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 uh yeah, Jason Momoa's dad was the villain for Fast 5 is what it comes out to be and you're like what the hell? Like everybody's always retconned in these movies, right? He's there the whole time and he does that big villain like he's licking a bloody knife, right? At, uh, at some point I'm he's like, like I'm going to kill everything and your family and I'm yeah. going to make you watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you think you're protecting family? Well, let me tell you about family. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is yeah. this is going to be wild." I mean it, it, I mean, it's been a minute since I've watched any of these movies, but like, like they tease like a, a race, like an actual Another race, race in this yeah. movie, and it's just like, well, it's been a while, I think, since that's happened. So yeah. it's like, is this villain, is Momoa like psychotic enough to like agree to like, oh no, I'll stop coming after you with like helicopters and machine guns. Let's just have an old fashioned race. Oh, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna start with the race. Uh, but I, the one thing in the spot that I didn't really get in the trailer was like, you forgot one thing to take my car and i'm like oh my god <laughs> he's and then he drives it off the hoover dam or whatever i'm like they are really yeah i thought you know them jumping buildings in, in saudi arabia was wild i'm like this is just getting out of control uh they're bringing back every every character that has been in this movie franchises <laughs> in here i saw jason statham uh they're bringing back what's her name um uh, uh furia from from uh, mad max uh, what, mm-hmm. what, uh, Charlie's there. Uh, yeah, that's uh, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got Brie Larson. They got Jason. Uh, it, it's this is just wild. There was a lot more car action in this than the Transformers spot, which is really funny because uh, that's got cars and Transformers. And I'm just like, I'll, I'll I don't think I'll watch it in theaters, but I'm interested because this is the next to last one, right? According to to them, if they, yeah, they do this. It's nice. Yeah, I, I like. I think John Cena is the only really major pull into this franchise for me at mm-hmm. this point in time. But I mean, it seems like I mean, if you're kind of ending this weird franchise, maybe do they kill off Dom, the main character, mm-hmm. maybe in the last movie? Uh, uh, I don't I'm know. sure. Like, it's kind of weird, right? He like he's not allowed to like lose a fight, but like, yeah. would do you think that would be the ultimate sacrifice for his character? Yeah, like, but no, he, no, no, I'll go to my terms. He, well, he's got like a kid or whatever. I feel like. I don't know. They might try to figure out a way to like, I don't know. Maybe like like the Dark Knight was it the Dark Knight Returns or what? The Dark Knight Rises, like where he supposedly dies, like he quote unquote <laughs> kills himself so he can like go live off grid yeah, forever with yeah. his family. They'll uh, drag him back out in ten years yeah, to make another yeah, one. A couple, yeah. <laughs> they'll have they'll they'll fast. What was it? The third one? Um, Tokyo. They'll Tokyo drift him where they'll like do a whole oh, movie yeah. and then bring him in in the credits. Uh, I, overall, I, you know, there's really nothing here that seemed new for the Fast franchise. Um, you just, just all a bunch of familiar faces, a bunch of cars. I think uh, you, you nailed it. The only thing that they haven't done in years is actually do a car race. And um, they, they're actually, they look like they're doing a car race. In, 
in classic fast style, there there is a few frames in the trailer of just butts. Yeah. So you know, going back to their roots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I I will say one of my the funniest things I've seen in this is where they take uh, the episode of Seinfeld where where the Jerry's date thinks he was picking his nose in the car beside her, and have put that into where like they're doing the car lineup, the like the car race. <laughs> so it looks like he's like in the car turning towards it. So like they're memeing the hell out of this trailer already online, Mike, and that's. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's that's the best part of it uh, to me along the way. So, uh, yeah, check out that, that link for the full trailer for Fast X, Fast 10 in the show notes. Uh, let's get into this. Is, I think we're going to have the most to, to say about this, this trailer, Mike, here. This is the last trailer we'll talk about, but I think the one we've been sitting anxiously awaiting since probably Chris. since we started this podcast. Would you would you say this is the flashiest trailer of the night? Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> the roles have turned. You 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 reverse our intro, and now you're taking yeah. my bad jokes right out from nah, under me. That's right. Well, yes, I would say we got flashed. Uh, whether that's good <laughs> or bad, I don't know. Um, at this, so uh, earlier this week we got a teaser poster. We'll we'll start with that for the. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've actually got the wrong link in here. I need to fix this. Uh, for well, the... I'll describe I'll describe it to yes. the audience. It is uh, the flash. Uh, in a very, very wide shot, looking off into the distance, and then there's a big old bat wing uh, f- hovering over his head, yeah. a la classic Michael Keaton uh, bat wing. Yeah, so he's signaling, sta- if anything, a trailer incoming. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I think uh, the other thing to say is he is in the classic bat cave, right, from Tim Burton's Batman, and his suit is very Tron y, right? Like, right? Like the red lines all over it look very Tron esque, if you will um at, at the end of the day so uh very cool but this trailer just i can't quite wrap my head around what is happening with this movie man but it boy was, is it fun this, it was wild this is if we didn't get a trailer this trailer kind of of this magnitude i would say like overall the kind of like the media blitz in general for uh the super bowl kind of would have been like a bummer for me right yeah. and we we've been all over on this movie on the podcast if you've been a long time listener ups and downs all around for this oh, movie yeah. like wow so it's nice to finally see like some concrete footage and it does this looks fun as hell right yeah. you know of course tons of drama uh focusing around the main star of the movie and also the implications of like wh- where this even fits the, into the universe yeah right how much <laughs> this has gone through a dozen directors who knows how yeah. many writers Zack Snyder's out Zack Snyder's in you know a whole new DC universe Warner Brothers has been bought by another company um I, this is not even the first time we saw Ben Affleck tonight right like it's a, it's a Duncan commercial so uh, go go on. Tell me tell me what you you got out of this. It was just it was wild. It was fun. So many set pieces. So many so many moments. So many clippable screenshotable moments, which I I could say we didn't really get in really any Guardians trailer, even mm-hmm. the one that we had previous to this, right? You know, I would say that those Guardians trailers have been very, very emotional, signaling, you know, the end yeah. of, like, a trilogy for these characters. So I understand that it is different. But this is just kind of, like, introducing, like, a whole new, like, a whole new line of action, right, for mm-hmm. the Flash moving forward. He is all over the place in this trailer. We get to see, like you said, two different Batman. On top of that, we get to see a uh, um, a Supergirl, and then Supergirl's, like, going crazy, like, in and out of her uniform. We There's, like, a lot... There's lots of shots of lightning. There's this really cool shot where you finally get to see a brief glimpse of that other Flash that is in like an old bat suit 
and they kind of like go foot to foot and like push off of each other, yeah. which is like super cool. Uh, it's it's kind of nice seeing, um, I guess a um, a sanitized kind of Barry Allen Ezra Miller in a way where I can just enjoy the character and I can just like zone out, put my blinders on, and I don't see like you know the news headlines around it. Like I can just mm. enjoy it for like what it is, which sometimes is hard to do. But yeah, I just had a lot of fun this... watching this trailer, and I just I just hope it all works out right. I just so, hope it all works out in the end. I think the fun is is tied to two two parts here, Mike. One. Mm is the unpredictability of this, right? Like, I could not have told you a single goddamn thing I saw in this before we saw the trailer, right? Like, Mm. I'm not... Of course, we know there's two Barry Allens. We know there's Supergirl, but, like, we know... I didn't realize we were going to have two action scenes with Batman. Like, Michael Keaton's Batman does this thing where he lands, like, stands up, like, beats these guys' ass in, like, a a tube, and that looks really cool. We see Ben Affleck on, like, a bike and, like, talking to, to Barry... Uh, we get to see, like, we are kind of get to relive Man of Steel a little bit, right? With Zod coming to Earth. Oh, and, God, like, yeah. Terraforming totally forgot to Earth. talk about Zod, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, you know, we knew Zod was here, but, like, we didn't know what part. So, like, yes, we get to see Michael, um, Shannon return to Zod. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's there's a point where there's a Pacific Rim poster on the wall, too, in Barry's room, by the way. Which I thought <laughs> was really fun. A uh, lot of lot of lightning, a lot of explosions, a lot of action. Uh, I think the cool part there was, the I guess, maybe... It looks like the reveal of, um, I, I guess, Sasha Callie's Supergirl with with Batman and like the the snow at the end there. Like he, mm-hmm. she kind of takes out like, you know, the Flash's like, "What do we do, Batman?" He's like, "Don't try not to die." And then she, he like lowers his fist and there's Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit, this is gonna be cool. Because I have n- like we, I I think he probably says him. We had no idea what we were gonna get out of this. But a lot of it was really cool, right? Like a lot yeah, of I, like fan like geeky moments here. Yeah, and I I guess it's not entirely sure maybe how many worlds or is he visiting? Like obviously he's messing with the timeline, right? But it, he must be visiting other worlds, right? If we're seeing other versions of Batman, right? So there's going to be two kind of types of traversal of like time and worlds. And there is a line in the trailer where he says he's created like a world without any meta humans as well. So, you know, you know, is that the kind of world that uh, James Gunn is building into or not? Or is that just going to be like Mm -hmm. a temporary thing? But as we've said, uh, a lot on the show. Uh, there's this yeah. magnificent power well, behind the Flash that can undo and redo just about anything. Yeah, so yeah, they, the sky's the limit, right? Absolutely. And I think the other half um, uh, is not just you know the unpredictability, is the, again, nostalgia factor, right? How many people mm. are like, oh my gosh, Michael Keaton as Batman, the old Batwing, the old, you know, we get to see the rubber suit, you know, multiple times, a bunch of bat suits, and him back in action, like, Hell yeah! Like this is this is cool to go back and mm-hmm. and get him again, right? As as that Batman. So I think, um, you know, to me that I think it's it's like a perfect storm, uh, if you will, of absolutely wildness kind of going on with this movie and 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 bringing the hype to a new level. I I think people, you know, I, I've I've looked online. A lot of people I wouldn't say have poured over this yet, but they will be pouring over this frame by frame to figure figure out what's going on. But I could also be like. Absolutely, what we see in this trailer is not what we're going to get in the movie, right? They could cut, recut, rearrange things before it releases. Also, also, I don't like necessarily where this strategy is going with uh, releases, right? You know, releasing the Fast X trailer a couple days ahead of time, okay, that's one type of annoyance. But the Flash trailer was available online, like... I think like it like an hour or so before kickoff even happened, and then we got the like teaser trailer for it 
uh, maybe in the first quarter. I don't 100% remember. It was definitely the yeah, first pretty, half of the pretty game. pretty early, yeah. Yeah, so I was, always, I was already seeing, like, screenshots and reactions and everything on Twitter before the game even started. So I was like, wait, oh, did I miss something already? So mm-hmm. I wish they would just stick to posting the trailer after the teaser had launched, right? Because, like, you, you got your dynamics all over the place, right? You know, I'm trying to keep up the Super Bowl memes, but at the same time I'm seeing screenshots of Michael Keaton, and it's just it's too confusing mm-hmm. for me. Well, you can take my approach. I didn't watch any trailer until the game was over. I was like, I'm going to wait and then watch them all at once. Uh, not, a, and, not a bad idea. And it's worked out for me because I think I'm like, okay, what are people actually saying I need to watch? What's What was the spot versus what was the trailer? Um, and, th- and that's really kind of helped me here. But I think the last thing, you know, this is before – the trailer dropped. This was news this week. Was that um, the Flash supposedly the ending has been rewritten, um, or I guess re-edited with the footage they have, and all DCEU cameos were removed. But as this trailer has proven, the DCE cameos were not removed at all. There's a lot of Ben Affleck in here, and Ben Affleck it's Batman in here. So uh, I'm starting to say that this news that I heard about the ending even be rewritten. I'm going to leave it in here. Probably false stuff. I, I bet they're going to leave it as is and then, you know, move forward as they need to, right, with it because. Yeah. It um, must be very confusing <laughs> for yeah. Ben Affleck, right? Like, he's like, so am I Batman or not? Like, how often am I going to be dragged out into this suit? I can only do so much CrossFit. Like, I can't perpetually my, stay in shape. <laughs> my guess is they were done with him last year and he knew it, but at this point he's just like, I'll go work at Duncan and film that for a little bit. <laughs> um, but, but honestly, I, I honestly think everyone who has been um, is going to be used going forward probably already knows. But since they filmed this so long ago, um, they're probably just mm-hmm. going to keep it in there. I just want to know if they're going to put him in Aquaman, I guess, right? That's my big question is will, yeah. will Ben Affleck make it to Aquaman or not? But, you know, we don't know that. All we have is the Flash. And honestly, um, you know, again, we are, we are no strangers from eating crow here as superheroes. Mm-hmm. Like, will this be the best movie ever? As James goes, according I d- to yeah, I doubt it. But at the same, at, but I will give them full on credit for having the best superhero movie trailer yeah. of the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, um, Chris, the world's crazy right now. There's uh, if you're here in the states, UFOs above like mm-hmm. every square mile. It seems like. Yeah. fighter jets shooting stuff down above farmland it, it we're wilding out around here so yeah. i i suppose a a positive flash trailer there was a train derailment like in ohio that's like killing all the wildlife so I, I i suppose a uh, um, a surprising flash trailer is not mm-hmm. the not the wildest thing that's happening right no, now. no not at all not at all <laughs> and also you know we, we could use something new i think everything else mm-hmm. seemed, everything else seemed familiar and that's not a, you know necessarily a compliment Mm -hmm. all the time yes so let's jump into i think that's it for trailers uh we might bring up some more spots if we think of them but let's jump into the regular news that we'd already written before all this come out and that is constantine 2 right the 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 sequel to keanu reeves constantine movie with keanu reeves and the director can't remember his name uh returning uh there was a lot of discourses this week about oh they didn't announce it last week right james Gunn didn't say it so it's not happening and then uh, they, the, some people at Warner Brothers um, or Discovery, whoever, came out and said, actually, this is still in works. Keanu Reeves will still, you know, we're still working on Constantine 2. It's just not, even though Constantine's a DC character, we're not putting it in the DC universe. It can live as a sequel to its uh, legacy film, right, uh, beforehand. 
Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I got from it. And even when the original Constantine came out, I don't think anybody even portended I, yeah. to uh, put it in a kind of a DC adjacent universe. It was just like, let's I, just make kind of like a cool, spooky horror action movie. And that was I kind had, of about it. I had no idea it was even a DC property back then, right? Like, I was too young. Mm-hmm. The internet wasn't much of a thing uh, for us. And I'm like, I had no idea they were even doing that. So uh, to me, that was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, that's the, the best part. It was a standalone movie. It doesn't need to rely on the the DC universe to be a successful film, and um, mm-hmm. and that, that that's okay with me for for that to exist. So if you hear anything else, we'll we'll let you guys know. You know what? You know what's funny though? Ha-ha. If the sequel comes, if the sequel comes out and everybody like loves it and it makes a ton of money, I guarantee they find a way to the a way to put it in the DC universe, yeah, oh, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. that's how Hollywood works. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's fine if they bring it in later. I think I think that would work as long as you're not trying to shoehorn it in now, right? Like, hey, mm-hmm. uh, th- this whole movie, the whole crux of this gods and monsters, re- uh, you know, reason. So if it comes out successful. They put him in Swamp Thing as an end credit scene. I'd love it. I think that'd be fantastic. That'd be the best way to do it without having to make his whole movie be in the DC Universe proper. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, Disney as a whole uh, came out with... Uh, they actually had a, a, a whole spot at the Super Bowl, right? Disney 100, right? Had all mm-hmm. their movies and, and, and you know the big, big franchises, which I thought was the stupidest spin uh, for a company ever. Uh, <laughs> I only say this because everyone knows who Disney is. Uh, right? Like, we know who you are. You don't have to promote your 100 year because people are going to go watch your billion dollar movies. Like, you don't <laughs> need to put Avatar 2 in here. It made $2 billion. I think you're fine. But uh, if they want to go, you know, toot their own horn uh, for being around a company's 100 years, it's fine. But they also announced some really bad news. You know, so there's some layoffs, companies restructuring, uh, kind of shitty stuff. Uh, but we, we were able to pull out some some movie news at the, at the this, some, some uh, I guess. To me, the first one, uh, Toy Story sequel announced, is kind of unnecessary news, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> Toy Story four was fine. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, we we've talked about that. Like, it was a sequel that you know it didn't need to happen, but they did a good job with it. But I'm like, stop doing this. Like, it, it ends on a really good note. We don't need to keep going with Toy Story. Yeah. Unless no. like, is 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 the strategy here? Keep making Toy Story movies until they like send until they sunset like all of the characters, right? You know. Woody, what is it? Woody and Bo Peep that kind of rode off into the sunset at the yeah. end of the fourth movie. Like they can't come back. They shouldn't come back. It would be narratively disingenuous to do that, right? So it only works fit- once. Like, and they did it with Bo Peep in that movie. So you don't need yeah. to do it again. So, like in the fifth one, do you, you know, you do you do it with Buzz? Is it like, mm. you know, is it like a Mr. Potato Head? Is it Slinky Dog? You know, what exactly is it? Uh, yeah, I don't think this one the, needs to happen. <laughs> yeah, and, and the only thing I think that would work well is the idea, again, toys are kind of being phased out, right, in, in our modern mm-hmm. You don't buy a lot of toys. I don't buy a lot of toys either uh, these days. You go to the toy store, they kind of suck. But, like, you know, comparing toys being purchased in 1994 to 2024, a whole different world. Um, so, you know, Buzz dealing with that would be interesting. But also, uh, really sour taste in my mouth over Lightyear, right? Like, there and only because... I don't think the movie's bad. It's the message at the start of the movie. Like, this is the movie that, that Andy watched in 1994 that made him buy this this toy figure. I'm like, no, it's not. No no <laughs> kid in 1994 watched this movie with this amount of heart and emotion and decided to buy a toy about it, right? Like, they wanted, they wanted the Buzz Lightyear Star Command um, TV show where they were just out blasting evil aliens, you know, uh, nameless mm. baddies forever. So, to me, it kind of sucks. But, yeah, Toy Story, I think, is very un. un, un 
uh, I guess we don't need it. Uh, at the end of the day, we'll say it, we'll, we'll be wrong in a couple of years, 100%, but it's fine. Uh, Frozen um, 3 announced. Not really surprised here, Mike. I think this is... Uh, uh, honestly, I, they took a long time between one and two, so I'm surprised three's coming this fast. But I want I want some Frozen redemption. Yeah, I like the first movie. Did not like the second movie. Give me some redemption in this third one. Figure your story out, please, mm-hmm. before you start working on your movie. And that's just that's not just conjecture for me. They did the behind the scenes for Frozen two, and they straight up have footage of them in meetings going like oh we have to figure out why Elsa is singing this song or why she's even over here like in this dark cave it's like you should have figured that out before you started animating the movie fools Mm -hmm. so uh, hopefully they've learned from their lesson and they'll give me a better Frozen movie Mm -hmm. I didn't mind Frozen 2 but also I'm not I don't care about either one of them enough to to care uh, about Frozen as a franchise but knowing that is like one of the biggest money maker I guess Disney original stories like yeah do your third one and, and get it done right like fa- like i think the world of frozen's interesting right this this universe that they're in mm-hmm. um about magic and then these two two worlds what's what's your villain going to be figure it out let us know what it is is it a fire villain because everybody loves a goddamn fire villain did for the you, third movie did you uh, i think they in maybe it's epcot i don't remember but there's like a frozen dark ride in florida mm-hmm. did you did you write it when you were there not this um, year but we wrote it uh several years ago yeah yeah so, I, I watched like a i watched a ride through for it on um on youtube it looks kind of cool looks kind of it, fun it's it's a water log ride similar to um, pirates of the caribbean if you will mm-hmm. um but it does have a part where you go up to elsa and then it actually like shifts and you go backwards in the log ride down a hill and that's pretty cool because uh, <laughs> you're in the dark you don't know what's happening but it's really it, it, i i don't mind the frozen ride at all at epcot um very mm. very worth the 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 wait in in the ride there and lastly zootopia um i watched zootopia my wife put it online on on the tv and she's going to bed the other night for the first time i haven't watched it since it came out um I, I don't care for Zootopia as a whole. Oh, boo. I know. Boo. I, 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 Zootopia came... is great. It's a treasure. I love that movie. I want them uh, to turn it into like a video game because all yeah. the little biomes. It's well, great. I, I think, won't stand for the Zootopia well, slander, Chris. Well, it, I, I didn't care because there's so much at once. I'm like, it'd be great if they had, like, I think, a better focus on this world. They throw a lot at you really quickly. I, I think... It deserves the time and attention uh, for Chris, that. Chris, right. did you did you not listen to the Shakira song in the movie? It says "Try everything." That yeah, is the try. that is the motto for the song. It's like it's like going to buffet for the very first time, and you're like, "I want one of everything." You're like, "I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what I want." Don't say buffet, Chris. You're making me hungry. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad somebody is because it's almost it's almost <laughs> Monday here, and so that's fine. But like Zootopia, honestly, I know they had those Disney Plus shorts, right? Zootopia Plus on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, really surprised that, again it took this long to get Zootopia sequel moving in, in production so yeah but overall the 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 kind of opinion for Disney moving forward it seems like from the the crowd out there is that there's they're gonna be like kind of focusing a mm-hmm. little bit more so I'm not surprised that they're like let's take these they're- proven franchises sequelize them more because we know that they'll and they'll make money i think i and i think the message overall from from you know the temporary ceo bob Iger, maybe permanent you know at this rate uh is that content right they they want to get back to the con- being content storytellers uh which they felt they, they really lost under um uh, what's the other the other bob's name the bad Chapek. bob yeah bob chapek <laughs> so I, I think they were they were they've now got some they they split off the like they split up the distribution or the creation they're like two different people now so they can do storytelling 
great. Stories stories make your movies better. So let's focus on those. And maybe, like you said, Mike, we'll get some better Frozen sequels and, 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 and some good Toy Story and Zootopia stuff. So keep you posted. More comes out of that. Let's shift back into Marvel because that's what we're here for. Deadpool 3. Uh, Patrick Stewart, he's doing his rounds because of that um, Picard show going out, right? He's mm-hmm. doing a thing. He has been told to stand by uh, in case they need him for Deadpool 3. So uh, there's an opportunity to do one more cameo from Patrick Ooh. Stewart in Deadpool 3 for this. Let's do it. Let's kind of wrap up this... Uh... I'm not trying to be mean, but let's wrap up this ancient X-Men franchise, right? Yeah. Uh, that's been around since the statues at Easter Island mm-hmm. and uh, press on forward. Well, it's funny because, yeah, I think um, they did a really good job with uh, Tobey Maguire coming back as Spider-Man, but they've really beaten mm-hmm. this X-Men stuff with a dead, like, <laughs> as, a, as a dead horse. They literally, any time they can bring back uh, Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart, they're like, yep, yeah, let's do it. Because he even returned to Doctor Strange a year ago, right? Like, he's been in the MCU very recently as Professor X. I think the only thing I did see here, it was a rumor, I didn't put it in here because it didn't hold any weight, but I would like to see is bring Magneto into one of these films instead, right? Like, Ooh, wouldn't you like to see yeah. like a return of In McKellen or uh, Michael Fassbender as, as Magneto in a good thing? Because I think they did great does, in their roles. Does Deadpool have metal in him? I'm trying to no, remember. No, but Wolverine's <laughs> with so. him. Yeah. I was just trying to remember, like, is it like I know he was kind of like been beaten and battered, but he regenerates, so yeah. there wouldn't be like metal screws in his bones or anything. No. Yeah, so I guess Deadpool, if he takes the swords off, right? Yeah. Maybe take some of the ammo belts off. You know, he can go. He can go at Ian McKellen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, or uh, yeah, I don't even know if they get McKellen. They might get Fastbender just to split up their X Men franchises a bit. But mm-hmm. um, either way, I think you know Professor X is yeah you know, obviously a staple of the X Men, right? His name's in it, but like bring some other people into this. I think, I think that's where you, you get some fun and tell some really good stories with, um, uh, Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Let's get into this juicy MCU story real fast, Mike. This was, this was Ooh. fun. There's, um, some, um, I guess maybe Bob Iger, he's out doing some stuff. I don't know why he's telling stories. Maybe it was Ant-Man. I think it might've been Ant-Man. Um, but he's telling a story about how in 2015, Ike Perlmutter, the notoriously awful person running Marvel, uh, entertainment um, tried to fire Kevin Feige uh, over, I think the, maybe it was a Civil War movie or something like that. Um, and that's when um, uh, Iger had to step in and literally be like, all right, Kevin, uh, we're going to put you under Marvel, uh, the, the, the people at, Mar- at Disney Film as Marvel Studios because Ike Perlmutter is a crazy fucking nutcase who supports Nazis. So um, yeah, it it must have been some sort of weird internal struggle because uh, it seems like this yeah. possibly would have happened around 2015. Which I know I wasn't a big fan of Age of Ultron that came out in 2015, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I would have been calling for Feige to be fired well, he, or removed. So I so well yeah. it was it, so so Perlmutter. My understanding of this is the I guess the chairman at Marvel Entertainment was, like, jealous of, like, how much success, like, and money oh, Marvel yeah. Studios was getting. Not necessarily, like, I'm how j- bad he was doing, but he was, like, it, it very much, like, what's, what's the guy's name at, at Sony who wants all the credit for, for all the, the... Oh, yeah. Uh, Avi? Avi, Avi yeah, Aaron, Aaron, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he was the same things, doing the same thing and, and trying to do that. Um, I'm pretty sure um, uh, he, he also, he maintained control over Marvel Television, um, until like 2019 or so. So we can blame all the horrible 
uh, TV shows uh, <laughs> that that Jeff Loeb did uh, to to Perlmutter as as well uh, for that. It's just it's just aw- this is the same guy who fired Terrence Howard, and they were like, yeah, get Don Cheadle because quote unquote, and I'm I'm quoting him, black people look the same. And I'm like, oh, you are an awful God. person. Like, the, why are you doing <laughs> this? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know what he's still doing over there. Um, well, nobody yeah. thinks about him. He's not a household name. He's yeah. just an old crotchety man, just, you know, degrading yeah. uh, due to the causes of nature. So bye-bye, Perlmutter. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he might still be the head of Marvel Entertainment, which sucks. But uh, I'm also not out buying their comic books at this point. But, um, yeah, absolutely. He's, so he's eight, He's 80 years old, so we won't yeah. have to deal with this racist for much longer. I, I really, really hope not. Um, I, I think, you know, again, um, Bob Iger, very smart man. I think he's run the company at Disney very well, right? We've seen a lot of success, growth, biggest purchase with Fox. Really smart putting Marvel Studios under their their. their I guess their Kevin, uh, studio banner. Kevin well. Feige's for, 49. Not too bad. His yeah. birthday's June 2nd, and he'll be turning 50. Wow. Good for him. Wow. I mean, if he retired this year, um, which he won't, obviously. He, he needs to see this, uh, you know, um, Secret Wars through. But, like, if he was like, I'm out – most successful man I've ever met. I've never, yeah, never I've met. Actually, so. I've been I've been thinking about that a little bit. Yeah, how long does Feige, you know, go on for with the MCU? Because I mean, it's like it's a it's a dream job, right? He's doing yeah. a he's doing a good job. So like, do you just ride that out until like you so, know your retirement age? Yeah, yeah. Like, and what is the retirement age in Hollywood? Right. For Obviously, him. he could have retired many movies ago yeah. and been fine. So do you go to like the typical U.S. retirement age, which I think is like. 67 and a half right yeah. so he could, i well, love the idea if, of kevin feige collecting social security checks if it's ike so perlmutter's 80 and still running marvel entertainment i think he's got some got some wheels yeah in him. you got a point you got a point um the other thing you know which which is i uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna break here a little bit i was thinking about this the way um dc uh U with um gun and uh, what's his name um saffron are moving forward is very interesting because it's a like the original Marvel Studios model, right? Do you know Warner Brothers only put two movies in theaters this year, or in twenty twenty two? They only put two movies. Uh, one was that um, uh, one was Black Adam, and the other one was that uh that movie with Florence Pugh that didn't do well. Harry and Harry oh, Styles. Don't, don't worry, darling. Yeah, those are the only two movies Warner Brothers put in theaters in twenty twenty two. Um, so the, 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 not the theory, but people in Hollywood are like, Warner Brothers has no money to make movies anymore. So what they're doing for the DC going forward is borrowing money like Marvel did for Iron Man and the Hulk Mm -hmm. and banking on it being a success. If it's a success, they see returns, they get more money to make the next movies. So if James Gunn's Superman doesn't fly, um, you know, literally and figuratively, are you writing the headline already? <laughs> well, yeah, like, like, and, and this is just because I was like, you know, following the, the the trade stuff, like, you know, the news over there rather than mm-hmm. rumor. But like, if if it doesn't get off the ground in two movies, like, they're gonna be, they don't have enough money to continue making <laughs> DC movies over there, as as James Gunn sees. So this is a very like, I guess, a big risk, right? A very big risk for them to do that. So, um, it's just very interesting to, to hear that because Kevin Feige was able to do that, you know, thankfully back in you know, 2008, 2009, uh, with those movies. So anyway, shifting gears, uh, in case anyone didn't know, black Panther Wakanda forever is now on Disney plus, 
I uh, had a, a friend of mine uh, at work I actually watched it for the first time. Everyone told him not to watch it. They were like, we like Morbius better than we like Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And I, <laughs> I told him, like, you don't need that negativity in your life. Like, these people are wrong. I, I, I don't know who they are. And, um, you know, but no one should ever tell you watch Morbius over either Black Panther movie at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Um, Wakanda Forever is also a very unique movie. It's a normal superhero movie, but it's on Disney Plus. You can also catch an IMAX format edition. But one of the behind the scenes thing I think is Disney's Assembled is on Disney Plus as well now for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Namor's wings can grow back. They've confirmed that on his legs. Like whenever Shuri cut him off, like that's not a permanent, I guess, disfiguration for him. It's just a, a temporary scarring, if you will. Yeah, I mean, not too surprised about that. I'm sure it could be. I mean, we saw these these uh these underwater creatures miraculously like survive from being what like shot and stabbed if they just fell back in the water so yeah not too far-fetched to think his little yeah. ankle wings could grow back right and one of the things about that movie that never's answered like whenever okoye took out the, like the the i guess the atlanteans on the bridge and she just whistled them mm-hmm. back to life i'm like how did that happen how did she just whistle <laughs> these people back to life but you, you know what i mean like We've already re- reviewed this yeah, movie, yeah. but I feel like the the longer it sits with me, the, the less I, f- I realize I enjoyed it. I don't think it's, I, not, a, it's not a bad movie. It's I just a, did not really enjoy it. Well, it's, it's not it's not like every other movie we've watched, right? There's no there's a couple action scenes, but like it is literally a movie about trauma and loss and how to cope with that rather than a normal superhero movie. Um, so I can't really fault it, but like I'm very excited to get back into the theaters to see Ant-Man this weekend grow to a huge size and just punch the fuck out some buildings. Like, literally just destroy <laughs> buildings and fight, like, a very large-headed man in a small, like, floating suit. Like, you know, with Modoc. So, I'm like, let's let's get back to some of this stuff. I like the weird. The weird. Instead of the, the down-to-earth stuff. But, anyway. Uh, yeah. Jonathan Major's muscles will dazzle me, I'm sure. That's right. If you know what, you can watch Creed, the, the the third Creed movie that's coming out. Yeah. So... Anyway, moving gears, Avengers Secret Wars. This is on the rumor plate this week. I thought it was really cool. Um, but apparently every movie between Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars will be set on a different quote-unquote battle world style planet from the comic books. That was in 20, 2015. Um, and that's why they haven't announced literally any movie between King Dynasty and Secret Wars yet. Because they're they're holding this like these, these titles Whoa. hostage because they don't want to reveal that yet. Yeah, I'm just like... Wow, I mean that would be that would be pretty crazy. That I would, mean, that'd be bold. <laughs> I mean, it makes it makes a lot of sense, right? You know, if we uh, adhere to this analogy that the MCU is just one really big expensive TV show, right? You know, if you're going to adapt, you know, Secret Wars um, into like episodic stylings, right? You would need, you know, this buildup, right, between these yeah. different um, these big battles. So, yeah, that, that I mean, that and, could be cool. And I think one of the things that we've not seen in Phase Four, simply because it's like essentially a new Phase One, right, is there's no consequences mm-hmm. of these movies yet, right? They're all very standalone. Nothing is nothing is compiling or compounding on each other in, in Phase Four. And I think that would be fantastic if Phase 6 was entirely the result of the multiverse crashing and King's meddling and all this other crazy shit going on. Um, and, like, like, oh, here are your consequences, finally. Like, you, you, we built up to them slowly rather than just giving them to you all at once um, with that. And on the other note of that is that Secret Wars is supposedly going to be so big, there are very, very early talks uh, to split this into two movies. Mm. Um, and, but you know, my guess is the script isn't done yet. So like they're waiting to see you know, what the script's going to be. I do have to say, I, I am glad that, um, 
that Iger is back and kind of reorganizing uh, the Walt Disney Company and kind of giving the power back to the creators because mm. there is a there's a lot of really big stuff coming in the MCU, right? There's a lot yeah. of machinations, right? And I, I it feels like it, the 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 Chapek Dynasty wouldn't really be able to output a good Kang Dynasty, right? So hopefully this the synergy machine kind of like kicks back up and everything's everything's yeah. good again. Yeah, and, and some of that you know, MCU stuff, you know, the, the dates were literally changed like a week after they announced them, right? Remember they were like, oh, we're gonna do Avengers mm-hmm. Secret Wars in November, like ah, that rhyme will do it May. It, it feels like somebody above Feige was like, hey, here are the dates you have to hit, otherwise don't even bother. Like mm-hmm. you need to do these release dates. And now it seems like maybe like, Hey, we can take some time. We can give you an extra six months to a year. If you're going to tell the better story. Right. And and do things the right way. And secret wars being like, you know, it would be wild to have Avengers, Avengers three years in a row. But if that's going to help secret wars actually make sense to everybody and not rush it mm-hmm. into one movie, I'm all for this. Like do it. Just, just go ahead and pull the trigger and say, we have bitten off more than we can chew, and we're going to do this in three movies. I don't think anyone's really going to complain about not having Avengers movies for ten years and then having three <laughs> three every year in a row, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. that's going to be fine uh, at, at the end of the day. But anyway, Secret Wars, absolutely fantastic comic book run, uh, written by Jonathan Hickman, starts with Avengers and New Avengers, runs through a bunch, recommend it to anybody, um, and you can you can pick all those up as well. Uh, let's jump in a uh, little bit about Doctor Strange. I know this movie's coming up on, what, a year old almost, I believe, in March or May. Yeah. Um, but the third movie is rumored, uh, Doctor Strange 3, to take place before Avengers Secret Wars. So the end of that uh, movie left with him and Clea running off to fight some incursions, which does kick off Secret Wars in the comic book. So I would not doubt this being the case at all, right? Like, don't take, was it 2016 to 2022, six years to do one movie? You can, like, take two to three and, and do your third movie with me. Yeah. I wonder if, uh, Sam, if, I wonder if Sam Raimi will return or maybe they'll kind of do the classic kind of like tap a younger director maybe. So you can kind of like rein them in and this is what we need to do because now we're at a point with this third strange movie where we need to fit a puzzle piece, right. Mm-hmm. You know, to make these, subsequent movies work so yeah i'll be curious but i i don't because originally they brought Raimi in as like a fixer right the yeah. the production uh, was um was had, kind of left in the lurch so they needed yeah. like a professional to come in and play cleanup well and, and at the same time like well the, the um derek uh what's his name some was it derek something Dicker, dickerson scott dickerson S- scott Scott Dickinson, maybe Derrickson. Scott Derrickson. Um, Derrickson. We we yeah, we were around. Yeah, we were there. <laughs> um, he he. Well, he left before production, right? Because yeah, he's like, hey, I'm gonna go do my own stuff, and that's fine. But mm. like, when you lose someone on, on very anticipated sequel, you're like, hey, we need someone with a big name, right? Who has vision and you know did Spider Man, obviously, bring him in here. So I think if you're gonna go down this route with, hey, we need Doctor Strange to fight incursions and do stuff for Secret Wars, possibly in other planets. I don't think Sam Raimi's your guy, right? I, I think Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness had that Wanda factor, which leaned into the horror aspect that mm-hmm. he did. Um, but I don't think Sam Raimi, could, like, short of him doing, well, did he do, like, Oz the Great and Powerful, which is, like, some weird, colorful movie? I don't think he could do Doctor Strange 3 on a different planet, man. I agree with your, your take on, like, maybe a, a young director or, or like, I wouldn't say like a Tim Burton, but like a visionary, someone who's like been out there and done like, you know, crazy otherworldly science fiction, 
stuff and bring them into the, mm-hmm. the play. So I don't know. Again, rumor that this is happening. I, I wouldn't doubt it, right? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, he's a great actor. I don't think he's in high demand as he was during his Sherlock era, right? When he was doing Sherlock and Star Trek. So, um, you know, get him, get him all the getting's good. Let's let's move this, let's move this trilogy out. Let's let's get him going. Uh, lastly, here, last bit of news is X Men '97, the cartoon, as supposedly uh, will this the show will rumoredly last two seasons, Mike, uh, at least minimum. Um, and I'm gonna guess that this is the animation production schedule again, right? They give them a batch, two orders, right? One full list of two seasons of episodes to do all the voice. Do all the animation. Let's see where it goes and do it again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's just also just streaming in general, right? We've seen tons of things just like split into two parts, but categorize them as seasons or whatever you want to do. But also possibly, depending on how it was written out, you know, second seasons of animated shows could theoretically be cheaper, right? You know, you got to do all this pre-production, right, to get all your models and rigs and everything set up and all your pipelines ready. And, you know, once that happens, your second season is a little bit easier. But it's nice to see be getting at least two seasons. Yeah. And my guess is, you know, again, they're again how, how film production works is probably the same way animation structure works. They're not doing this chronologically, right? They're not making episode one in order and then doing episode two. They're like, hey, you know, here are the scenes that involve Beast. Let's do all them. And then here are the, the you know, the Gambit scenes and so on and so forth. Uh, I, I don't know how they're going to schedule that, but like, like you said, they're, they're probably probably making all of both seasons and they probably easier to write them all cheaper as well right and just do them all and get them knocked out and have them have them waiting in the wings as they, they get done so um absolutely totally fine with this uh very very excited to return to the animated x-men world along the way. Mm-hmm. uh that's the show again this is actually went along a little longer than i thought it would because we didn't have any front-loaded talk of this <laughs> uh but um yeah i just you know i think i think a call out here mike is number one uh, the Bad Batch is halfway through. There were two episodes this week, and uh, The Last of Us is halfway through with episode five dropping on Friday. So um, a lot of good content out there for people to be watching, and we can talk more about that uh, next week or the week after. Who knows? Next week's Ant-Man review. we got a lot to cover in, in a little mm-hmm. bit of time. But um, people know what you're up to, what you're doing. In the meantime, where can they find you at, Bob? Yeah, find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, people want to find you. Where are you? Find me on Twitter, uh, Valdan, V A L D A N. I think I'm on there. I think I logged in earlier, maybe. Instagram, Valdan87. Uh, and you can always check us out or check me out. Find me on Superhero Slate every week. People know about the show, uh, especially our Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania review we're doing next week. Let's talk about Kang's proper introduction to MCU. Where can get all them goodies at? Yeah, well, I'll keep this short and sweet for everybody so they can get on with their post-Super Bowl week. You know, if you're in Kansas City, you might be preparing for a parade. So maybe less podcast is better for you. Uh, all you got to do is visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to find all the avenues we host our show and to get our awesome show notes. Like us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you love to listen to fine podcasts. Like us on mm-hmm. Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can get merch at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. Uh, we love hearing from you. Reach out. Let us know what your favorite commercial was, what your favorite trailer was, what did you like the best about the night, what did you think stunk the most about the night. Let us know, and we love our super fans as well. So if you want to be a super fan of the show, all you got to do is share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every week, folks. That's the fastest I've ever heard you do that, and I applaud you for that, Mike. We'll catch you guys (laughs) next week. Bye. 
Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe.